This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump pledges NAFTA plan. Ryan wants UK deal. Checkoff divides organic growers and companies defend pesticides. Congress is wrapping up a long two-week recess and preparing to return to work in the nation's capital. The Senate is scheduled to vote Monday to confirm Sonny Perdue as Secretary of Agriculture, allowing him to finally take the helm with the USDA. Congress, meanwhile, faces a showdown next week on the budget and possibly on health care reform. The government will shut down after next Friday unless Congress can pass another stopgap spending bill or a broader spending agreement to fund the government through the remainder of the fiscal year. The budget negotiations appear to be hung up over President Trump's demand for funding a border wall, which Democrats are resisting. Yesterday, a spokesman for Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat of New York, said everything had been moving smoothly until the administration moved in with a heavy hand. Trump promises NAFTA plan soon. Farm groups have been nervously watching to see how the Trump administration will attempt to change the North American Free Trade Agreement. President Trump said some clues to his goals could be coming soon. During an event yesterday where he announced an enforcement effort on Chinese steel, Trump reiterated that he considered NAFTA a trading disaster, and he said the administration would be reporting within two weeks on its plans to alter the agreement. Trump also repeated concerns about Canada's new dairy pricing policy that the U.S. industry says reduces exports north of the border. Trump said, we can't let Canada or anybody else take advantage and do what they did to our workers and to our farmers. The dairy issue is emerging as a staple of Trump's speeches and public remarks on trade policy. Ryan makes a case for U.K. trade deal. House Speaker Paul Ryan, who has been leading a bipartisan congressional delegation to Europe this week, used appearances in London to encourage work on a bilateral trade deal with the United Kingdom. Ryan said yesterday at a U.K. think tank meeting, This is one of the bipartisan issues I bring with me, that the United States stands ready to forge a new trade agreement with Great Britain as soon as possible, so that we may further tap into the great potential between our people. Ryan said the United States would continue to pursue a trade agreement with the European Union, but the Trump administration has shown little interest in that. Ryan's delegation included Representative Don Bacon of Nebraska and Representative Ron Kind of Wisconsin. USDA flooded with pro-checkoff comments. U.S. Department of Agriculture has posted more than 14,000 comments on whether it should approve a checkoff program for organic products. The comments appear to be broadly supportive of the idea. Backers of the checkoff are telling USDA that it will help promote sales of organic food, increase U.S. production, and fund research that will benefit farmers. One company, Haynes Celestial, said in its comments, the program is designed to fairly represent the interests of all organic stakeholders. The assessments are relatively modest with each stakeholder receiving one vote regardless of the size of the company. Another argument that appears in many comments is that the program will encourage farmers to move away from biotechnology. 
Growers, however, are split on the program. While many organic producers are supportive, farmers such as Glenn Winger of Richfield, Pennsylvania, don't think farmers will benefit and that once in place, the program will never end. Winger said the checkoff-funded promotion is likely to be ineffective anyway. He adds, will not be allowed to show organics' advantages over conventional because that would be considered harmful to conventional markets. The National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition did not file comments on the checkoff because its membership is too divided, according to Greg Fogel, the group's policy director. The deadline for comments was Wednesday. Organic Trade Association is leading support for the checkoff. The opposition is led by a coalition that includes a number of regional groups as well as Food and Water Watch, Eden Foods, and Organic Consumers Association. U.S. Department of Agriculture seeking advice on ag census data. USDA is asking an expert panel to meet next month to debate questions surrounding the publication of farmer demographic data. The issues the advisors are being asked to address include what data should be published and what new tables and data presentations will be needed. The expert panel will take public comment on May 16th. The meeting on May 17th will be closed to the public. Buffett Partners on Wildfire Relief Challenge American farmer-rancher Howard G. Buffett is partnering with Drovers, a Farm Journal media franchise, and the Farm Journal Foundation to raise at least $2 million to help ranching victims of the devastating wildfires that burned 1.6 million acres in Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma, and Colorado last month. Starting today, all monetary donations to the new Drover's Farm Journal Foundation Million Dollar Wildfire Relief Challenge will be matched dollar for dollar by the Howard G. Buffett Foundation up to a million dollars. Buffett described the fires as a once-in-a-lifetime disaster that left ranchers with both immediate and longer-term needs to rebuild what they've lost. While many in the agriculture community have been sending hay, supplies, and donations, the more protracted and expensive job of rebuilding has just begun. For example, an estimated 18,000 miles of fencing needs to be replaced at a cost of up to $10,000 a mile. All donations will be administered through the Working Ranch Cowboys Association, a respected national nonprofit dedicated to assisting working ranch cowboys and their families in times of need. To learn more, visit www.wildfirerelieffund.org or send donations to Wildfire Relief Challenge, care of Farm Journal Foundation, P.O. Box 958, Mexico, Missouri, 65265. Images of the wildfire damage and ranchers' response available at www.agripulse.com. Snack shortage, storms devour Japan potato crop. Spicy mayonnaise, plum, black pepper, and soy sauce. Those are some of the flavors of potato chip lines that are going out of production in Japan this year after severe storms ruined crops in a region where 80% of the country's chipping potatoes are grown. Two of Japan's largest potato chip companies shut down production on about half of their product lines in April, that according to the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The damage from the storms last summer is expected impact production this year, too, prolonging the potato chip shortage. Along with the damage to the chipping potato crops, about 10% of seed potatoes were destroyed, meaning this year's harvest will again be smaller than normal. 
Here's today's She Said It. The checkoff model provides a tried-and-true vehicle for the organic sector to invest our own dollars in our collective continued growth at no cost to the taxpayer. That Andrea Davis Santina, an organic farmer in Sonoma, California. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, April 21st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.